0: He gives them nothing, but take from them everything! Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and this beautiful gentleman who reads the news is...
1: Well, you know, i really got to stop doing it. I'm the rum guy.
0: <laughs> it's just weird, dude. It's, <laughs> it's just weird. Why? I think it's fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. by, the, by the way, this episode is brought to you by the coronavirus, uh, which I have. Uh. Anyway... Um, <laughs> We have a.
1: Wayne's in self quarantine
0: right now. <laughs> yeah, we have a very special guest, and I am going to butcher the fuck out of his name, except for his first no, name. I could do. I can do George McHale. Is that correct, That's sir? Perfect. That's perfect. Good. See, Rome. Thank you yeah, for Wayne's helping me with that
1: name. You're welcome. He yeah. is bad at names. Like, he'll, he'll we'll have people on like like his name could be Ben Smith, and he'll introduce him as Ben Smythe.
0: Yes, I'm terrible so, at names, man. I, I really am, and I don't know why. Like, And it all, you know, I think it all seeps down to that one time that I had a guy, we had a guy on our show. I don't know if you listen to metal music or anything along those lines, man, uh, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Uh, but one of, one of my all-time favorite musicians was on our show. I was very, you know, um, quote-unquote st- starstruck, I guess, you know? Since it was a guy I listened to since I was a little kid. And I fucked up his name like four times. It was terrible.
1: Easy. Easily four times. Possibly even ten. Yeah, it was bad.
0: It was bad. It It was was very embarrassing. It was. For me. I mean, for y'all, I don't give a shit about
1: you guys. To to the point where the guy actually said, have you ever actually listened to me? Do you actually know?
0: (laughs) It was funny. It was funny. I enjoyed it.
1: But, uh, but George, you are a... uh, comic book writer am i correct
2: that's right man and Thank you, you are on the show guys
0: oh of course hey, it's dude. not a problem it's I- our pleasure
2: you're here this is great because uh and
1: and you you know you know a guy also uh another comic book guy as you mentioned earlier uh, a little bit too big for his britches his name's tim lottie Yeah, complete asshole by the way
0: complete <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's the worst that guy man
0: right right i mean god he talks so much crap uh, about everybody and and nah man we love fucking tim and he's been on our show yeah. multiple multiple times he's done you know if it wasn't for tim we wouldn't have like these really cool prints and things that he does for us um yeah it does good to work yeah but, uh, you're yeah working. tim you're and
2: working. i uh, Tim and i were next to each other at big easy con and uh we had a blast uh, hanging out
0: that's good dude Back. that's good i'm uh, so okay how did you like New Orleans, man? Like have you been here often or is that like your, one of your first go rounds?
2: No, I've been a few times. Um yeah, I, I'm out in Canada out by Vancouver here. So uh kind of other side of uh, of the continent. But uh I love making it out to New Orleans and uh you know, hitting the French quarter and eating some vignettes and you know, going on ghost tours.
0: <laughs> That's fucking cool, man.
1: Has this been a, a dream come true for you to do all this traveling?
2: Yeah, no, I've always loved uh, traveling and um, being able to do conventions, and that's kind of the goal. I'm still pretty early in my career, but the goal mm-hmm. is like one of them is to you know be able to travel around the world and uh, and kind of make a living selling comics and making comic books, and and have that you know pay for your travel too. That's that's one of the super cool perks of of being in the comic book industry, I'm not there yet. Uh, when I was in New Orleans, I was on a road trip. Uh, I drove down from from Vancouver and I was sleeping in my van. <laughs> so
0: yeah, damn,
2: dude, that sucks. Yeah, it's not like the luxury life for me yet. I'm still kind of starting out.
0: That's so you, awesome, though. Man. Well, that's, at least you weren't a, that's sleeping. That's a lot of hustle. At least you weren't sleeping down by the
2: river. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a van. Down by the river,
2: God. It, it was down by a truck stop, which was not much better.
1: <laughs> no, that's that actually scarier. That's it's. There's two things happen at truck stops at nights: either people die or people hook up. So hopefully you you avoided all of those.
2: Oh, I saw the nothing whole, good comes that, out of it. A uh, men's room stall there, and I wasn't sure. Oh,
1: nice. Don't, no, Yeah, that that's for thumbs.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Don't do it. Don't do it, dude. No, no, stick
2: don't stick your
1: thumb
0: don't. out. That's weird. That either, um, but, you'd be uh, worrying more about coronavirus, <laughs> that's for sure.
1: Tell us, about the, uh, tell us about the writing. I know you're probably sick of telling everybody about this, but tell us about the writing. I, I, I heard a little bit uh, of you talking about it uh, online, but I really I, I think that for you to say it, it comes across a lot better than me trying to tell anybody about it.
2: Sure. So I make a monster book. It's called Cover Darkness. It's kind of like Game of Thrones meets Universal Monsters. It's about a family in medieval Romania, and they get separated from each other. Oh, no, right? (laughs) They encounter all the classic villains. uh, Vampires, werewolves, Frankenstein, mummy, creature from the Black Lagoon. But one thing that's really fun about it is within our family, uh, we have twin shape-shifting boys that can turn into animals. So you get werewolves fighting gorillas, yetis fighting polar bears. It's just totally bonkers. Well,
1: how how did this inspiration come out for you? I mean, I mean, this this is just something that you had a, you've uh, you you dreamt about just on the whim. I mean, this must have taken some time for you to come come out with this, like the the concept of this this story.
2: Yeah, I just uh, well, big big comic book fan all my life, and always wanted to make comics, and finally got into it, and and decided to go for it, and uh, I decided to make a monster book. I I, I love monsters too. Uh, I watched, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, Monster Squad from the 1980s.
0: One of my favorite oh, movies.
2: Oh, I own it. <laughs> like, Wolfman's got nards, right? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I always loved that, like, shared universe of monsters and them all kind of interacting with each other. And I just didn't feel like anybody was really doing that. So uh, I took it upon myself and I, I roped in my uh, my co-writer, Chris Cam, and we, start, uh, we started uh, writing a book together. That's
0: amazing. Yeah, dude, that's really that, you know. You speak of that movie, and you know, to me personally, there's a lot of this, like a, a lot of people in the, I guess you can call them the millennial generation, uh, that don't get that. They don't understand that film, and I'm like, you got to watch this movie. It's great. It's fantastic. And they're like, nah, this is stupid. I'm like, what the? F- are you? Ugh. That's my. But well, you, you're I I've
2: coming watched across
0: me. well. <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh, it's kind of a weird movie, dude, because it's uh, oh yeah, it's it's not really scary for like adults. No, and there's like some pretty like rough language, and it's it's definitely too scary for kids. So if you're like, if you're kind of right in the like if if you like watching monsters and you're an adult, it's cool. But if you want to be scared, you really got to be kind of in that like eleven, twelve, kind of like preteen yeah. age and then it'll scare you it, it's it's made for like 12-year-old boys really
0: right 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 but you know i kind nope. of i kind of honestly think that they should remake this film i mean they're on this yeah. whole they're on this whole jump with everybody's remaking everything so why not make remake this movie with some you know newer kid actors or whatever but don't
2: give it a little more edge to it
0: than the old one did
2: It'd be cool if it was still set in the '80s, kind of like how yeah, but, it, the hit movies were. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah, and, for
2: sure. Uh,
1: but, and Stranger Things, that sort of feel. Right.
2: Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I love that one. I, mean, I watched it as five years old, so it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, <good work.
0: laughs> okay. So obviously, we're we're older than him, Rum. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just watched it on repeats, dude. I don't. You're understand. such a liar. Okay, Rum. Okay, here we go. Do your I'm young thing. Go ahead. Go for it. You're uh, not uh, Mark,
1: I, don't, I don't have to do anything. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, yeah. it's, it's known. I'm just saying. It's known. Anyway, it's back known to my you. ass.
1: The, uh, the artwork that, that is in this book as well. I mean, your your writing is amazing. And then you, you've you been able to pair amazing writing with amazing artwork. Yeah, how, so did that, arts... how did that all come to be with that, that that sort of union?
2: Oh, uh, well, I just reached out to the guy, to be honest with you. Uh, his name is MJ <laughs> Hiblin. And he has like uh, 220,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, wow. But he's never really worked in comics before. And he's got like a really gritty kind of uh, gothic nature to a lot of his work. So I thought it would fit well for a monster book. And he's just been killing it. Um, One thing that's really cool about uh, MJ Hidlin is he does everything digitally on his iPad with his finger. So he doesn't use a stylus. Um, so it's, like, the world's best finger painting.
0: My gosh, he has tiny fingers. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, like Deadpool when he, like, got his arm blown off and he's got little <laughs> baby hands.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But that, that's amazing.
1: And it's he awesome. seems to have a, an amazing grasp of, across of uh, um, a modern concept to a classic monster. Like, I, on the cover, I, the one cover I saw with the... Uh, with the uh the vampire face and the and the uh the the gypsy woman on the front right yeah that's that's very classic noir nosferatu looking vampire yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Well, that's such a cool design too the nosferatu style i don't know why it's not utilized more like you got sparkly vampires and pretty boys like give me a creepy looking creature any day it's the
0: it's the romance behind the thing man that's the problem it was it was it was the um everybody's fantasy you know kind of thing that's where it went with the pretty boys and all that stuff where vampires went i think you're right i think the, the scarier more like uh fright night remember fright night when that dude turned into the vampire and he was all fucked up looking that's what i'm saying that should be the vampires
1: well, it's, it's, uh, did, have you ever seen an old <clears throat> TV show called, uh, Kindred? Yes. I haven't. No. Okay. If you, if you get a chance, George, find this, the old, this old t- it's not, it was only on for a couple seasons. Um, but in the, in the TV series Kindred, they did something pretty interesting. Uh, because I, I'm, I, I really like monsters. I love the, the, the movie monsters. I love the, 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 the stories behind these creatures and the, and everything else. But in that TV show, they did an amazing job of doing something for vampires, is they broke vampires down into categories. The oldest vampires, um, they're they're extremely old vampires. The second oldest vampire is Nosferatu. Then it goes into the different categories. So you go from the ugly movie monster concepts of vampires into a modern persona of a vampire. So it really gives you a spectrum of like, basically subspecies of the same species. And I always thought, well, that was a really cool way of introducing and and explaining why there's so many different types of vampires, you know. So you have like the Lost Boys type of vampires. You've got, you know, Nosferatu type vampires. You've got, you know, the Buffy style vampires. That's why all the vampires in Buffy, a lot of them, uh, they'll start to look a little different because they're all different, you know species i just like it i gave artists a a way of going well i just don't want to stick with this type of look i want to go with this look i always thought that was a really cool thing but the the show i watched it again it is a little campy when it comes to well i mean it was the you know it was old it was it was like in the late 80s early 90s but uh it's still an interesting show for for a storyline it's it's about a cop and a vampire it's just very weird
2: but, that's uh, really interesting man i've actually been thinking a lot about like uh the lore for my book here and so one cool. thing i wanted to do is i wanted to take like um uh, those uh, kind of classic hollywood monsters and i wanted to plop them into uh like a fantasy world like uh like a lord of the Rings style so we've got goblins and orcs and dragons in our world and then you've cool. got these these horror monsters and as i was thinking about like this is uh, like uh, I'm working on this. I'm writing that right now is uh, is like uh, the origin story for our vampires going to be connected to elves, right? Because, you know, vampires have like the pointy ears. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, OK, we can. If, what if they're descendants from elves and that they've, uh, you know, like the, the elves typically drink water. But what about these elves that start feasting on on blood and people? And right. You know, it's a it, it, whole it, story it, with
1: it, the dark elves. Yeah, so yeah. This,
2: this is what we're looking at, uh, taking our, our, our monster lore down, kind of tying it more into a fantasy world. We've done new takes on, on a lot of these characters, too. Like our Frankenstein is a steampunk Atlantean Frankenstein, and it, so the story takes place in the city of Atlantis before it sinks, and he's resurrected by his wife, Dr. Mary Frankenstein, the most brilliant inventor in all of Atlantis. Uh, we also have Viking werewolves, and so we—I we, like taking kind of the uh, the classic monster characters and then rebooting them uh, in in a new kind of vein.
0: That's oh, fucking cool, dude. I like the idea. I do like the idea of uh, of the the mashups. That's really good.
2: Thanks. It is. And- yeah, we're having a blast making this world. It's really. Uh, we've got six issues uh, completed right now. I've got it mapped out for 18. And so basically we've got the first movie in the trilogy done. <laughs> it's kind nice. of how I sell it. But right now on uh, Kickstarter, I've got my first issue. And one thing that's really cool about it is that each issue has a standalone monster origin story. That's like a self-contained read. And that's half of the book. And then the other half of the book is the ongoing adventure of our family. And they're on a collision course with those monsters. So the first issue has a vampire story, and it's it's a great kickoff to the series. And what, another thing that's uh, pretty fun about the Kickstarter is that uh, we've been picked up for, by a publisher, and will be. Uh, they told me fourth quarter this year that we'll be in stores. So this is kind of like a a pre uh, pre sale of 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 uh, having it in stores. So it'll be kind of a collector's item sort of thing. That's nice. I like that. thanks, yeah, we're yeah, honestly, uh, I've been I've self-funded this uh, the series. We've got six issues completed and just kind of put it on my on my back, like me and my co-writer have self-funded it. Um, uh, I was really inspired by Kevin Smith. Um, yeah, very nice guy. Yeah, you know the the filmmaker that. Uh, um, made movies on his own. He he just put it on his credit card, $28,000, and he filmed that night at the the convenience store where he worked at. Yep. And I was like, man, he just kind of made his dreams kind of happen. Maybe I should kind of get after mine and just try and make it happen too. Hey, that's what you got to do, man.
0: You got to keep pushing forward. Don't ever give up on what you want. You know, you you can't – you. I, I tell this to everybody – Yeah, I try to do the same thing, but it's hard. It's fucking hard, dude. It's hard to keep pushing and pushing and doing what we want. You think, you know, like we do this podcast and it's a, it's not free. We don't make anything off of it, but we keep doing it because hopefully one day somebody will notice us and we'll blow up like a crazy man. You know what I mean? It's just what we do. It's, it's, it's all about, uh, pipe dreams and keeping them going. I mean, you have to have something to hold on to.
2: Yeah, well, well, I've been,
1: day, man. yeah i mean i've been i've been making monies for about six years now i don't know why you're not getting a check
2: but... shut
0: the fuck up <laughs> 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 oh you dumb ass um, uh, it,
1: it's really neat i don't mean to interrupt juane i was gonna good, say I, I really like what you said about the, the 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 tying those uh creatures into uh the different lores and stuff and when you said the the, the viking werewolves i that's, that's a thing for me. I love, I love a werewolf story. And I, I'm looking forward to, to actually seeing that and reading that one. That's going to be awesome. And uh, the, uh, it's, it's cool because tying that into the Vikings um, with the, 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 the werewolf line, basically, there was a – I remember reading in uh, mythology classes in college uh, about tying it. Uh, there was actually the son of Beowulf ended up becoming a vampire. Or, not a vampire, a werewolf. Nice. uh, As a curse to the Beowulf line. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. But that's, then everybody thinks, you know, we're going to get into the the Vikings and you have the wolves. And uh, that's just such a cool thing, man. I really, 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 uh, and then the the idea of Frankenstein as an Atlantean, that, that is just out of left field. No one would have come up with that. That is just awesome.
2: Yeah, well it kind of makes sense right because like they were uh, ahead uh, you know technology wise uh, over the rest of the world and to be oh. able to resurrect somebody you'd think that you'd have to have some sort of different level of science and understanding of technology and, so
0: and it kind of make- gives him it oh, sorry I mean interrupt you but it also kind of gives him a reason because you know how most Frankenstein monsters their skin is is a green tent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the oxygen. Green or blue, it, it's yeah. That, yeah, it's no oxygen. Well, it kind of gives you a reason there, too.
2: Yeah, so one thing we did with the, with our Frankenstein is uh, the same restorative properties that brought him back to life bring the dead back to life when he kind of rages out and loses control, bites, bites innocent bystanders. And then so he's kind of like a king of the zombies. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, but he's like sentient and... Uh, and aware, whereas they're just like mindless monsters.
0: That's great, man. I, I, I really fucking like all this ideas, man. I'm going to, I definitely will have to get a copy of this book.
1: I just don't want to read the book. I want to watch this on a cartoon or something. Right? This sounds amazing.
2: That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And you know, uh, getting back to what you guys were saying about like, um, getting picked up and, and getting a bigger audience with, the. Uh, uh, like I've been pushing this. Like I've only been making comics for a year and a half, and we got out on the road. I did 16 conventions last year and just hustled my ass off, sleeping in vans, like I said. And uh, it just takes one person to, yes. uh, to like it, you know. Like uh, I, I had an editor at at a publisher read it and like really like it, and then they've been like championing it up through the through the ranks. And uh, and so we are going to get into stores and those. Uh, those spots on the on the comic book store rack is they're kind of hard to come by.
0: Yeah, they the, are because the, there
1: because it's a it's a slow it's a it's a it's a, not slow it's a small uh, network. I mean, when it really comes to when it comes down to it, there's a lot of people, but to to really get your place in those in, on those racks, I mean, it takes some doing, and and you're definitely doing all the right things. I for mean, sure.
0: you got to look at it like this: for an indie indie book, uh, say. Each uh, this is just a uh, random numbers in my head. Say it, each store that you are in only gets like ten of your books. You know what I'm saying? Like sits on the shelf. So if each store only gets ten books, you, it means only ten people will be grabbing your books. Whereas it is if it's through like Marvel, each each freaking you know book they get is like four hundred. You know what I mean. So it, it's sure. It's definitely a smaller uh, audience, but it, Spawn started out that way. You know what I mean. Like, yeah, that, like that was Image. The Walking yeah. The Walking Dead was a indie book. You know, guys, it, it doesn't take much, and as, if it lights lights that fire, you never know, man. You'll be writing books. T- do your hand falls off.
1: <laughs> that's got to be the hard part of, of really, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I guess I would assume, I would assume, it, you know, it, things you, you're getting, if you get picked up, everything I'm sure it, it's happening, but does that set you, do you think that's going to set like deadlines for like, okay, we need the next installment in like six months? You know, is that, is that a thing or how do you think that's going to work? Or, you know, try to educate me on that. Cause I'm not sure how that works.
2: Um. Yeah. So the, uh, for a publisher, I was told that if for a publisher to even look at you, you got to have like three books in the can, um, okay. and so we've got six now, and we're going to be launching it as uh, like three separate uh, mini six-issue miniseries. Okay. Um, so we've pretty much got the first miniseries done, so that, that kind of takes a lot of the risk out of the publisher. But hopefully, it catches on, and then uh, they'll be asking, you know, hey, where's where's the second miniseries? <laughs> yeah, but we're working on it now.
0: That's awesome yeah that's so good
2: dude. yeah uh, we've uh, kind of just put this whole project on uh, you know on our backs with their you know paying our artist and then kind of going out to conventions and, and selling it that way um, like a real grassroots.
1: family guy too right
2: yes yeah I have, i'm a family guy you asked yes yeah 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 i've got a little seven-year-old daughter and i'm uh, married and, yeah um, I kind of wish I started a bit earlier in life, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pushing 40 now, and you know I got a mortgage and stuff like that, and it's oh man. You know, uh, it's it's hard getting out there and doing the conventions. I I kind of I, I cut it down a bit this year. I'm going to do one a month instead of just the the 16 was a bit a bit too much time away from home. But one a month is kind of perfect for me, and course. Well, yeah, uh, but she loves it. Hey, my my little girl, um, she's she just thinks I have like the coolest job in the world. <laughs> and we're making a book together. Oh, that's um,
0: awesome.
2: Yeah, she's she's writing and drawing it, and then I I will go in and do like the digital colors, <laughs> and, uh, and it's pretty fun. Her character's name is Splish Splash, and she has like the powers to control like water and lava, like anything nice. liquidy.
0: My kid my kid would love that, dude. Let me know when it's done.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna bring her out to a convention and uh, you know, set her up with like a a table so she can like sell her books or sell set her up at my table. So yeah. she could sell her books you know for a dollar and stuff. Dude, that's that
0: cool. That would be amazing. That's so yeah. good. Yeah, my, my little boy's four and uh he he loves going to cons too, man. Like like his big thing though is like he likes to meet the people you know like he goes around and talks to everybody cuz he's one of those kids that just wants to talk to everybody and um uh, like he comes on the podcast every once in a while and screams if if you uh catch one of those episodes um but uh but recently we were at one of the cons and he got to meet um who did he meet last time? Well, he wasn't at the con. That's right, he wasn't at the con, but we got uh the band guard to FaceTime him in full cost well. in full costume because we were we were at the convention sitting next to him and they were like yeah dude we'll do it no problem and they facetimed my kid and he was so freaking giddy because he he likes that band so it was funny <laughs> and, they, and they were like fussing at him you better eat your vegetables you know all in character with all these crazy get ups on it was the funniest thing ever
2: your kid sounds like he's got some good taste man <laughs>
0: yeah man yeah he, dude look he's the look this is this is no shit. like uh when my kid gets older and like, like, you know how we were embarrassed of our baby pictures. He's going to be the kid that shows off all of his baby pictures. Cause he's got pictures with like, he's got pictures with Freddy Krueger. He's got pictures with Doyle from the misfits and, um, Oh God. Peter Chris from kiss, you know, he's got all these pictures from these, when we met all these people and, and like, it's ridiculous. He's gonna be like, yeah, I know those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And stuff. but are you able to i mean you're, you're working on this this book with her and i think that's awesome <laughs> does, does her ideas influence you in any of your writing maybe i'm sure she's she's got her, her head full of amazing stories oh, i bet. I mean
2: uh, she's got a pretty good imagination on her but no she's we just do that kind of for fun and for her to 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 be a part of it um i think it's great yeah she she, she does like dressing up though we we went to this like daddy daughter uh, dance that we have in my city here, and nice. uh, it was and so every year it's something different, you know. And like one year it was Frozen and she's Elsa and I dressed up as Olaf.
0: Nice. Um,
2: <laughs> uh, last year it was a superhero theme and I'm like, yes, this is like my jam, you know. And sure. like, this is gonna be great. And so I was like, all right, what do you want to do? Well, you know, I'll be Batman. You can be Robin. Like, what do you want to do? And she's like. Can we be a miraculous ladybug and you can be cat noir? And it's like, oh man! <laughs> 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 and you're like, I guess. <laughs> uh, she looked great, uh, and I had one of the other dads at this dance ask me if I was Catwoman. I was like, no, Oh, was-. dude, that's
0: great!
2: Yeah, I know, dude. You, were God. you wearing
0: the wet leather suit?
2: <laughs> I was dressed up all in black with the pointy ears and the tail and everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god oh that's funny man that, uh, well, that's awesome that you know what that is that's good that's good good dadding you know, yeah. you know it's good parenting sure. right there to be able to do that stuff you know with the girl and uh i mean wayne you do it too with your son of course Any you know, anytime cool. my
0: kid was like hey look dad i want to be like this would you dress like-? yeah fuck yeah well like like i said when he met doyle at for the misfits he was dressed up like him he had his little he had no shirt on. He had the he had the devil lock going down his face, and he had like a a misfits patch on his pants. It was great, and the kid, the they loved it, man. And um, same with Freddy Krueger. My wife made him a costume. He was like one, and he and he uh, he she made him a, a Freddy Krueger costume out of felt. So he had like the little felt claw and stuff, and it's great. It was the pictures incredible.
1: That's so fun, though, man. But but yeah
0: I mean I love doing stuff like that my kid it's it's one of the best things you can do and and believe me they'll remember that for the rest of their life
1: sure and so so you are uh you're you live in Canada that's right yeah so uh is is the the cons different have you found anything different in Canada than uh us type of conventions or I mean are they about the same I mean is there a different feel have you noticed anything different? In that way, you know, like uh, people, people are the same, yet different in different regions. So I was just curious if there's a regional difference.
2: No, like, yeah, like not necessarily country to country, but more like city to city, you know, Um, like, yeah, I did a convention at uh, uh, in Salt Lake City. And, uh, you know, I thought I I knew maybe it might be a bit of a risk with my monster book and kind of more conservative people there. But I. They were so polite in telling me that they didn't want to buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been rejected like in such a you know positive manner. It's like this is so. Think it's for me, but you know, good for you. Good, and good, you know, luck good luck on that, to you.
1: <laughs> so yeah, really, and, and really nice people in the south. Like if you go to Georgia, it's always oh bless your heart. That's what they say in Georgia a lot of times. <laughs> that and that look usually at, and that at,
0: usually oh. mean, that usually means you're a jerk. Leave me alone. But it's just yeah, a it's nice a, way to say it.
1: Oh, bless your that heart! That's Bless your heart. Look at that. That's something. <laughs> look at that. Look at look at the words there. No, I don't know. May you know? Maybe you know? Christmas is coming. They do that stuff a lot. So it's kind <laughs> yeah, of well, funny.
2: I have a pretty uh, assertive style when I'm at the convention. Like I stand on my feet the whole time, and uh, whenever anyone's walking by, uh, I'll be like, "Hey, do you like monsters?" And that's kind of a trick question just to get them to stop and be like, what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, all right, let me show you some cool monsters. And I start showing them my book, you know? That's
1: awesome. Does it scare anybody when you do that, though?
2: I get some looks like, what are you talking
0: about, dude? (laughs) Was that that the exact line that um, Dan Aykroyd used in, uh, what was it, the Twilight Zone movie? do you you remember when he was in the very beginning of the twilight zone movie he was in the car with i forget who the other person was in the car and they would go do you like you want to see something scary that's what it was you want to see something scary and and they're like yeah sure so he turns off the lights in the car as they're driving and the guy gets kind of freaked out he goes and then uh Dan Aykroyd says, well, you want to see something really scary? He goes, yeah. So he pulled the car over, and he bends his head down, and when he turns back, he's a fucking monster and kills the guy. I forgot
1: all about that, man.
0: Yeah, that was the very the very opening of the movie. It's a Twilight Zone movie. I,
1: wow, I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah. See Now i got to see it now. <laughs>
0: it's, it's a monster movie, man. It's good. This is, you know, this is bringing it in on me, man. It's, it's George's oh. fault. When well. I was at the
2: table next to Tim there in New Orleans, he was like flipping it on me and he's like "There's some pretty girl will be walking by and he's like, Hey George wants to show you his monster and I was like, Dude <laughs> <laughs>
0: That sounds like Tim Yeah, Tim all the way, man. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> which side which which side of Tim were you on, Because I don't I, I I was there, I just don't remember Everything
2: on the right there. Yeah.
0: Well, so you were on the corner.
2: Were you guys, you were you the guys drinking all the time? No, I was, I was the
0: dude with the little boy that was, run, okay. that, that kept crawling underneath Tim's table.
2: Yeah, no, I remember you. I remember yeah,
0: you. Yeah. 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 I was my son trying to go get aggravate Tim.
1: No, if there was drinking, that'd have been me.
0: Yeah. It'd have been him. Not me. Um, yeah. so speaking of drinking, okay, here's, yes. here, here it is. It's time to take a, commercial break right now we're gonna take a break right now guys here's our commercial for uh p.m star productions where you can get any kind of merch needs if you want stickers posters you know skateboards anything you need that you want your logo on,
1: drinking at things too like cups and stuff
0: yes exactly so anything you need anything you need printed anything you want uh go check them out p.m star productions here you go are you looking to get custom merch for your band PM Star Promotions is producing all types of promotional items such as shirts, hats, stickers, banners, koozies, skate decks, and much, much more. All products are imprinted in the USA and made to last while keeping your cost as low as possible. Need a shirt design or logo made? The PM Star team has over 20 years experience in graphic design to make your ideas come to life. PM Star Promotions is making their way by working alongside with national bands and record labels including Crowbar, Goat Whore, and Ripple Music. To get customized dependable work or check out the package deals to fit your budget and other exciting offers, please check out our featured collection on Facebook, PM Star Promotions, or visit www.pmstarpromo.com. It's time to get noticed. And there you go. For all your merchandise needs, the boys at PM Star Productions, go ahead and check it out. Do what you got to do. Get you some stuff printed. Get you some skateboards. Whatever you want with your name on it, they can do it. And now we're back with the monster man himself, Mr. George. I fucked up his last name again. Mikhail. I just forgot it. I knew it was Mikhail, but I just forgot his last <laughs> name. I know. You were just testing us. I know yeah, what you are doing. That's what I was doing. That's what I'm doing. What's up, George? How you doing?
2: I'm good, man. I'm good.
0: Hey, so, all right. I got a question. So we have this gigantic crap going on right now with the coronavirus. How's it going out there in Canada? Are y'all, like, yeah. getting scared with it or shit?
2: We're running out of toilet paper at the Costco. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it, it's kind of pissing me off, to be honest with you. I was all scheduled to do uh, Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I saw that coming up.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, they canceled it because so, oh. of virus and stuff.
0: Yeah, we had all, like, as of today, all of our activities this week are canceled. Like, there are no. We we had uh, what is it? Uh, St. Patrick's Day parades and um, a bunch of big events like concerts and stuff, and they've all been canceled.
2: Yeah, it's such a bummer. I don't. I don't understand it. Like my understanding is that like the flu takes out more people. So why well, why is coronavirus such a big deal?
0: Okay. Okay. Here's the deal. This is this is what I am thinking behind it. Okay. Yes, the flu does kill more people. It has killed more people, but. We've never experienced this in the capacity that it's coming. It's in it's, human population yeah, it's 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 been in animals. I, I'm a vet tech. so it's been in animals for years we've 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 come up with a um a, um a vaccine for it, and it's fine. you know the animals don't carry it. <clears throat> but this version of the coronavirus is highly, highly contagious. It's more contagious than the flu because like the flu is now, contagious, but this is like if I had a cough on my hand and I put it on your shoulder, you fucked. You know what I'm saying? You got it. So it's kind of, well, here's that's my what question, people are Wayne. freaking out I, about. I don't, yeah.
1: under, I, I don't understand the, the idea here. I mean, it, it there is there is the whole point of this, you know, screwing everything up, all these big conventions and yeah. stuff and all these mass events and stuff. But if if I know for a fact there's a lot of human medications, like I can give my dog Benadryl. Correct, I can give correct. them Claritin. I can give them lots of things. And I know that they get, when they're pups and when they're, they go to their vet for the first time, these dogs, cats, whatever, are all inoculated yes. for this in one kind of a group shot. It kind of covers a couple right. different things. Right, right, right. Right. Why can't
0: we dose that up for humans? Because it's not made for people. Like, it's it's not the same, like, uh, coronavirus.
1: But we should have a base to start with.
0: We do. I would think. I, I believe we do. And I believe that, that that's what they're, they're, they're working on it now. They're working on the vaccine now, but it's probably going to take several months. And then you got the, the fucking, uh, the Guinea pigs have to deal with it after that. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. they have to, yes, they have sign to me test it. i Guinea
1: pig. That's cool.
0: You know? And, uh, was you paying me? so that, that's basically what, what you're looking at is like, it, we're looking at at least six months to a year before we have a vaccine on the market.
1: Well, here's where I'm kind of effed up, uh, you guys. I'm, I get a call today, and then I turn on I'm looking at my local news. They've put North Carolina in lockdown. Wow, really? I'm not in North Carolina. And that's where I live, by the way, George. I'm a, I usually live in North Carolina, but right now I'm in Pennsylvania. So if, I'm, if they put everybody down in lockdown, I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do with certain things because I've got stuff to do when I get back. And they're, they're, they're telling people, uh, you know, stay, uh, if you do not have to go for a major medical emergency in North Carolina, don't go to the hospital. Don't go to visit people in the hospital. Don't go, you know, don't go sit in doctor's waiting rooms. If you don't, don't have to be there, all this other, I'm like, well, I got shit to do when I get back there. It's just, it's just a messed up sort of time. I'm trying to, I'll have to figure it out before we leave, but I've got to the end of the month, but
2: uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff you're not gonna be able to do, dude. Yeah, but I,
1: I I was thinking about that earlier with you doing all these conventions, man. I said, it's really got to be messing some things up or at least it's going to start to trickle through. It's going to start, Through all yeah. these conventions, for sure. Yeah, I,
2: hope, I hope too many more don't get canceled. Uh, well, after, just...
1: after Emerald City, you've got the Walking Dead thing, or is there a, another one right after that? Not too far in May, I think, isn't it?
2: Uh, in two weeks here, I'm doing Days of the Dead in Las Vegas. Okay, wow, Days of the Day-
0: dude, that's badass.
2: Yeah, it should be fun, because I don't even have to ask them. Hey, do you like monsters? Cause they're at the <laughs> horror convention. You should. Well, uh... what,
0: what's, your, what's, your, what's your catch line
1: then going to be? You're going to be, hey, do you like like
2: living people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I did a Las Vegas convention last year. Um, amazing con and my uh carnival bark- barker tactics did not work at all on those people. Yeah. I think they're like just so kind of hardened and jaded from like all the timeshare people in Vegas. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> they're just like get out of here, guys. Dude, you <laughs>
0: should you should uh you should try the um Texas Frightmare weekend. That would be great for you. Man. I think you would really fit in there very well, especially with the Huge style invention. of uh Comic and um, horror stuff. The Texas Frightmare is probably the it is the premier, you know, horror convention down this way.
2: That sounds great. Yeah,
0: it's love it's awesome. Up. We're absolutely massive convention. It's it's amazing. Like I've been three or four times and um, trying to go again this year, depending on the coronavirus attack. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great. It happens in usually in May, so. Dude. It's it's
1: it's wizard world but all
2: horror. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'll check it out for sure. Like Yeah, I don't know about all this uh coronavirus stuff. I just know I'm fighting <laughs> with Airbnb trying to get my hotel <laughs> fund back.
1: Poor <laughs> Airbnb <you laughs> bastards. Stupid. Now, if you would have if you would have booked with Travosity.
0: you know. Yeah, uh-huh. By the way, this show <laughs> is not brought to you by that. <laughs> But if, you, but if you guys, any of you guys we mentioned on this show want to, you know, throw us some money for, for, for advertisement, please feel free. <laughs> hey,
1: MHOG, the next, you know, we could be the next William Shatner of pushing weird products.
2: <laughs> Hi. A...
0: No, I can't do don't, it.
1: Don't do it. Don't do it. You just I... sound like somebody oh, with, with a, a, some weird disease. No, it almost
0: sounded like, ah. uh, what's his name? Uh, the one that you always make fun of Harry, Carey. Harry, Harry Carey. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hi! everybody!
1: Hey! Hey, no. I, dog.
0: I can't do um. William Shatner.
1: <laughs> but this is this is this is really I mean, with all the bad aside and everything, this is really really amazing uh, work you guys are doing. The the stories, uh, the the con, the I like I said I haven't been able to read the book, but you talking about it. Uh, the the characters uh, the monster characters alone but I think uh, maybe even some uh, more so the the character uh, the the human characters the, the 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 separated family the the mother the, the 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 two boys I mean they and they they turn into monsters too they well they turn into animals
2: yeah yeah so that's that's pretty fun because you got like all sorts of uh, animal monster mix-ups and then you've got um, like I tried to play around with it and have some fun. Like, so in one scene, uh, one of the boys gets, like, injured, and so he turns into an octopus, because octopus can, like, regrow their, uh, like, tentacles and things like this. Yeah. <laughs> so to try and heal himself. Or then another one, he gets burnt, so he turns into a snake to, like, shed his skin and grow new skin. So kind of get creative and, and use that in, in some fun fun ways. And, so uh,
1: without i was gonna say without giving anything away is there some uh when reading the books are there some 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 bigger backstory to these characters why they're like that i mean
2: yeah yeah absolutely there's a reason why they're like that um there's one of our girls um so there it's a mom and her two daughters and then she has two nephews are kind of the main characters of the uh, of the book and uh um the one of the girls uh is able to her blood uh, allows vampires to walk <laughs> in daylight and oh there's okay a, and that too it's not all these it's not all random stuff but uh, we're we're building kind of a a huge kind of fantasy world and uh it, it takes place in uh in kind of medieval times and we've got uh all sorts of different locations, like uh, Transylvania. Uh, we have uh, an Amazon island. Uh, we have uh, uh, Meteora, which is where the, the oracles uh, live, kind of like a kind of uh, like pre- the
1: oracles of Ser- Delphi type of thing.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm Greek Canadian, and so okay. I spend a lot of time in, in Greece, and so I was inspired by by that a bit to 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 have some of those locations show up like the Meteora is uh, yeah I'm not sure if everyone's familiar with it but it's like these huge nope. rock formations that are like really skinny skinny mountains just mm-hmm. jutting from the from the ground and they have monasteries at the top of them and in ancient times it was like uh, uh, like Greek temples and you just right. wonder like, well how did they ever you know, get the get the supplies up there to to make those, and they have like little ropes that, and you can take like sit in a basket and like go over to the to the rock formation, and uh, so that I use that location for for our oracles and uh, Atlantis. Like I said earlier, is the location of our Frankenstein story, and uh, just kind of all over uh, medieval. And then our Viking story actually takes place in uh, in Greenland. Nice. The, okay. Yeah, because the um the Vikings have come over to the New World, um, kind of pre Christopher Columbus, and they've encountered the Native Americans, and then they've come back as werewolves, and then they're and they're called back to Europe. That's fucking interesting. Cool. That's so good. I like dude. that
0: a lot. I, I'm excited. I, I don't get excited much over uh, uh over many stories and stuff, but yours is has the right amount of like cool shit that I want to read. Mm-hmm. So that was the, that was kind the of the idea. It was to...
2: just like this is stuff that I love. And you know, Universals with their uh with their dark universe has uh kind of dropped the ball on building that weird <laughs> universe and I was and about I, to say it,
0: have failed miserably, yes, yes.
1: And I still love the dark universe though. I I know a lot of people weren't into it, but I really think the that the dark the universal dark uh
0: universe was I love the idea I love the idea
1: I I actually liked the new mummy I
0: I, like that story I haven't seen the new mummy
1: oh you've got to see that because it's it's and what's even cooler is it introduces another monster towards the end of it which is very cool And you're like holy shit this could really happen because it turns into it had that feel of uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen
0: and I I really love that movie I thought that movie was very uh, underrated for Very what underrated. it was, uh, I, I could, but I'm a huge universal monster fan too, you know, and it could be, you know, that I'm just trying to latch on to something that that's not there. You know, I'm like, I want this to work. I want this to happen. But every time they put something out, it turns out to be this huge pile of dog shit. And well, maybe they need to do this. And I thought this after
1: I liked it, but I was getting so much, uh, so much hate over liking it. Uh, what you, um, your thoughts, George? I mean, I maybe they should go into something like, all right, well, the dark universe kind of didn't work to a point, <laughs> but what if what if they actually made? I mean, technically, it's still kind of going. out. I mean, they got the Invisible Man coming out. That's kind of very dark universe-ish.
0: Well, it's part of um, it. It's part of it. So hopefully,
1: it yeah. works. Uh, but what if they were to actually go and say, "Hey, we're going to redo classic style." gonna do we're gonna make a classic like the classic wolfman not you know but do it classic you know the wolfman was in its time it was like oh my gosh it's the wolfman today that's not as won't have that type of impact I don't think at least no. on adults but kids it may
2: but uh, you know, still I I mean, um I think that? they should go the other the other way with it they should okay. uh, you know how they're kind of trying to do individual movies and then lead up to like a, a big team up.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I think they should start with the team up because they've tried a few times already with you know Dracula Untold and the Mummy, and Mm -hmm. not really catching on. Throw them all together at once and Um, like let's throw this thing off like just batshit crazy right off the the get go.
0: I agree, and then that's what that's where your Wolfman got Nards comes back into play.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I think that would be a fun way to to do it. Is just like let's just get crazy right right off the bat and like and not ease our way into it cuz i just i think that what they're seeing as far as like their box office is that you know the audience isn't there on the huge huge scale for those individual movies right, right. now so let's let's make something like just totally crazy and like you have to see this so you want to
1: you want to start with infinity war yeah, yeah. and then work back
0: See, I agree with you because this is this okay. this, is, this is what I think too. I can I, see that. I think that the, they're trying to do what Iron Man did for Marvel. Is they're trying to make their they're try, but but what they're doing is they're throwing out too many characters at one time. If you want to do something like that, either you do as you said, you make your one Iron Man movie, then you throw a second one out there, then you do the team up with like the Avengers because once that Avenger movie came out, Everybody was like, holy shit, this is so much possibility. You know what I mean? And then they built up on the entire universe. And now they should do that with this. If you do your, say you do a Dracula film, and then you do a second one of the same Dracula film, then -hmm. you go into doing your team up with monsters. Like, because at the end of the first, the end of the first Dracula movie, say... He discovers a new monster, which could be Frankenstein, or it could be the creature, or it could be Invis- you know whatever one. And then the same with the second one, and then the the third one is an add on to the the team up. You know what I'm saying? Like you do the whole team up with all the monsters that he's just discovered.
2: I think they really need to commit to it. Like give us like really two movies a year. Don't give us like one movie every like three four years. Give us like two movies a year. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, go I really hard, man. Liked, I really liked the, the 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 Dracula: The Untold Story. I thought that was a really good adaptation for that.
0: Didn't see uh, that either,
1: I, man. I, it, it, to me, I like. Well, you know me. I like the vampires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 lore and everything. But I, I really liked that. But what I wanted was, I wanted to know where it went after that. Like right now, I wanted to know. You know, uh, the uh, what did I tell you that that new uh, Dracula? TV show that was out that I told you to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, you said it was pretty good.
1: Man, that's the way it should have went. That's what they. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've seen that one, uh, but it oh, is
2: Netflix, right? I haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen that
1: yeah, it is actually pretty intense, Love. and it's very, very. Uh, I, I like the. Uh, it's got enough scare to be creepy, but it also. Right at that point where you think, oh, and then all of a sudden somebody drops like a, just a little bit of a twisted one liner, just enough to give it just a little bit of humor. You're like, oh, that's kind of dark humor, but it's really funny, you know, but um, I I liked how they they went with that. And I'm, I'm anxious to see a, a second season of it because it looks yeah. really, really good.
2: I like that. I like a little bit of cheese in my. Me too. My you, got to have, you got just to the- do it. Yeah, just a, a little funny one-liner. You know, I like to be able to root for the villain, too. And, you know, it's kind of hard to, to root for the bad guy when they're just like, you know, quiet, unstoppable killing force, you know, like a Jason or a Michael. But um, Sure. But you give me like a Freddy Krueger who's just kind of delighting in it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Freddy Krueger <laughs> was
0: – like, come on, man. Freddy Krueger was probably one of – the best horror villains of all time because of his dialogue
1: and well, be- his dialogue. And, and the fact that he was rooted as a, he was like a real person.
0: Right. You know and, I mean? and he, yeah. Who he played. And, and, you know, the sad thing is, is like, we're all rooting for a fucking child molester and a murderer.
1: <laughs> yeah. That became, that's what made it creepier was because you're, you're rooting for the, that guy and then you realize later i was like oh i can't believe i was actually rooting for that guy but um uh, i mean to a point you root for him mostly yeah the time, yeah i you mean know, you know what you're i mean like i ah, kill Freddy, you know whatever but um yeah i mean there's not a lot in the uh you know in the horror movie that uh they don't do a lot of that type of horror anymore now you have things like as i mentioned earlier the invisible man with um what's his name who was in uh oh what is that dude's name that was in uh galaxy what is it uh galaxy the raccoon yeah uh, oh no with the
0: oh guardians of the galaxy
1: guardians of the galaxy he's he's one of the guys from guardians of the galaxy
0: okay there's the invisible man there's a bunch of guys in guardians of the galaxy
1: no the big dude the big dude the one of the actual guardians the big russian looking dude he's like an mma
2: fighter batista yeah batista he's not in it man
1: i thought he was in it
2: (laughs) no i'm actually going to see it tonight
1: Oh, I thought he All was, right. I thought he was the guy who played the Invisible Man.
0: All right, look, look, George. This is what I want from you, okay? All right, you ready for this? All right. All right, you're gonna go watch it tonight, right? Yes. All right. So you have to promise me in a week you come back on our show and tell us about it.
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely, man. I'll break Be- it down, even if it's just for five minutes. Yeah, even even movie.
0: even if we're if we're just like come on and hang out just for a little bit and talk about it, you know, whatever. I want you to come on and tell us because I've gotten reviews from it already saying that it was like was it like not, not single white female it was like some some uh julia roberts movie that that's basically what it was except with the invisible man like and i was I like it okay. looks creepy i can tell you that right right but i heard it was i was i got a lot of bad reviews well, so i
1: heard it was i heard it was actually pretty good so I, i'm i'm anxious to see the difference
0: that's what i'm saying that's why i want to know like, i like i want him to come on and like let's Let's get this going. I want to see what happens.
2: Yeah, I'll break cool. it down for you, for sure.
0: Awesome. And you can come on and plug some more. <laughs> yeah, tell, so tell us all <laughs> the, the book new things going on. <laughs> <laughs> Covered yeah. in darkness.
2: It's got monsters. You like monsters? You I like got ma- all your monsters here. You like
0: monsters. He's got monsters for you. Come on. Come by. Come get some monster. You want a monster book? Got He's George got your monster book. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Georgie. You know you like that. <laughs> That's another one that that was kind of like one of those the the villains that you kind of rooted on was was uh, Pennywise and so was Chucky, because they were smartasses.
1: Yeah, I, they were. But I really I never really liked Chucky.
0: I love Chucky, dude. I
1: hate I hated that Chucky. Well, I'm not a big fan of dolls, and you are. You're you're a weirdo.
0: Yeah, well, the only doll you like is blown up. So, well, hey, <laughs> but 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 here's the thing: they stay and they're true. <laughs> Favorite horror movie? Name it scream oh wow that's a good one never thought that okay rum
1: too many to count i i, I don't even just know pick, where to start. just
0: pick one just pick one out of i have two that are like uh, my borderline favorites oh uh, uh bigfoot oh wow that's that's cool uh the two the two that are my all-time favorites would have to be uh texas chainsaw massacre and um uh hellraiser Hellraiser is my all time favorite. Oh, I think.
1: God, hell, Hellraiser. Yeah, I mean, come on.
0: That's just by far, like, I remember watching that as a kid and just mm. being, like, completely, like, blown away. You know, I mean, what when did the first fucking Hellraiser come out? Like, Na- Two, 80 something?
1: 1982, 83, something like
0: that. Yeah, so I was, like, seven. Wow. <laughs> And you That was would be cool, man. You got to see it in theaters? Uh, no. I was too little, man. My mom wouldn't take me to see that. I saw it in the home. Oh. Oh.
1: But, I, I, yeah. I got I, to I, see it later on.
0: I did see Hellraiser 3? No, know what or 4. Hellraiser was, 4. Though? That's what I saw in
1: Bloodline. My favorite horror series was uh, the Howling series.
0: Howling was good, yeah. I enjoyed it
1: I, I loved all the Howling movies.
0: What was the first horror movie you ever seen?
2: Uh, mine was Monster Squad. It was uh, I was five. Wow, nice. Yeah, but uh, for me, Scream is. Uh, I just love how they kind of lay out the rules and uh, you know, and yeah. it's, it follows the group of kids. And it came out when I was in high school, and you know, all the kids in it are in high school. And you know, I had a crush on Nev Campbell.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, it, everybody did back then, dude. Yeah. Yeah. None it was of kind of the, was, perfect,
2: uh, uh, the perfect horror movie for that time. It really brought the slasher back. It did. sure. It really out. did.
1: Right after that was I Know What You Did Last Summer. That was another one that fell into that that type of genre of yeah. uh, those type of horror films. Well,
0: at that point, they started beating it into, into the ground like a dead horse. You know, but that's they what could you got
1: to do. it's horror. That's what you did. And you then. It, um, eat it, eat it it's dead.
0: I think. I, and you know what, also, I really dug too is when uh, everybody hates on him, but. When Rob Zombie came out with uh, um, the uh, Firefly family, you know, the Captain mm-hmm. Spaulding, and I, I think he really brought back the old school, like grimy grindhouse uh, villain movies. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah,
2: there's a grittiness to those ones for sure.
0: Right, right. And I really love those films. Like, I didn't watch the new one because everyone was telling me it was terrible. So it's now on Shutter, so I'm gonna watch it this week, so I can finally see the last film. Um, but I mean, Devil's Rejects was a damn near perfect movie for me, just because I thought it was really good and just horrible.
1: It's too, it's too, it's too scary
0: for me, Wayne. I know it is. I don't like it. I know you need to, like you that. need to be held. I
1: do.
2: I need <laughs> Is to, I need that the to... uh, Crawl movie that came out last year? I haven't seen that i've heard good things i liked it a lot uh you know with the crocodiles and yeah uh, yeah and they're, they're very terrifying. it's it's like just a great monster uh you know creature flick you know like and it knows exactly what it is and it's like it's 88 minutes long it doesn't like overstay its welcome and it's just you know kind of Crazy alligator action, you know, nonstop, and the tension's like really high. So I kind of really like uh, sure. kind of like late plastic. Like, uh,
1: the sci-fi movies, like I saw Swamp Gator, yeah. Swamp Gator Two, um, Two-headed Gator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was what was the one? It was like uh spider python, or I don't know. It was like a arach- arachn snake. I don't know. It was weird. It was like a when, snake when with a fucking. When movies
1: come out, we we make a night of it. <laughs>
0: we have it's to. Like you
1: want for the
2: cheese you know you gotta watch it for the cheese yeah so my wife just hates these movies hey like she just has no patience for them my wife too i have to like either watch them by myself like after she goes to bed or it has to be like really good or else i'm like apologizing the whole drive home from the theater yeah my wife (laughs) my
0: wife won't actually go to the theater with me she's like no i don't watch movies at home i mean in the theater you can go watch it by yourself i was like okay
1: See, I watch I watch a lot of the movies when they come out at home. That way, I know she can watch it with me, even though she doesn't want to. Because I just say, hey, we're going to watch this crazy movie. She's like, oh. And I'm like, it's okay, though, because I bought you champagne. And she's like, ooh. So it's better. Yeah, trick them. Yeah, <laughs> trick them. That's it. Just uh, like Valentine's Day. You just trick them.
0: Uh, that's how you got married. <laughs> that's it. That, that and the ketamine. Yeah, right. Right, right. There we go. Back to the ketamine story.
2: I don't <laughs> know, um, um horror movies in the theater especially, though, because I think to experience, like, a horror movie kind of the way it was intended is it needs to have your undivided attention. It does. I, I find at home, you know, you got the kid coming out from the room saying, oh, I can't sleep, and the dog's walking across the room, and then, you know, you get a text from somebody, or you recognize that actor in the movie, and you're like, oh, who is that? I'm going to look him up in IMDb. I, I recognize him, and all of a sudden, it's like, you're just totally out of it, and the yeah. tension is gone. <laughs> so that's I do like seeing the horror movies in the theater, but it's, it's hard to drag my wife out, so. All I'm right, going, yeah. Right.
0: Uh- all right, so we we we've, we've come to the conclusion that, that Scream actually brought back the slasher flick, correct? Everybody's in agreement right. that, right? And then we have to me personally, then you have uh Rob Zombie bringing back the grimy with with his films. Um sure. but then you also have like um, the intensity of like a, the first Saw. Like yeah. that that movie really broke boundaries for horror movies. Like, people don't understand, like, oh, it's this, that. Yeah, I know it's eight fucking films later, but that first movie blew people's minds. It was so good and just so well-written and so well-done. And that movie opened gates for other films. Um, Sure. Is there any other films that you guys can think of offhand that really just opened up something for the horror genre?
1: I don't know, but like I said, I want to see his comic book turned into one because I will watch it.
0: I really do think his, his comic would turn out to be an incredible either series or movie or series, sure. series of films.
2: Yeah, so you've got uh, – what's his name? Uh, uh, Key Peel. Peele. Uh, what's his name? Kevin? Oh, you know uh, I mean? yeah, yeah. Key Peel,
0: Peele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he... I can't remember their names either.
2: It's, it's, it's either key or peel. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they did like Us and Get Out, right? And kind right. of uh, bringing, you know, kind of a new kind of uh, voice to, to horror. And and then he's got his uh, remake of Candyman that he's producing. Candyman's one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, and I, yeah, I do like I, Candyman. I'll put it this way I really hope it's not a big pile of garbage. Because <laughs> uh, I love the first Candyman movie. And I hope they don't
1: make it too political.
0: It's going to be, you know, it's dude, it's key and peel guy. It's going to be fucking, it's either going to be super, super anti-racism or it's going to be very political.
1: And I just, ha- I don't want political in my movies when that type of way I want to, I want to watch it for the the movie and the story. I don't want to have to think about freaking <laughs> everything else I could read in the news.
0: And I hate it. I hate the fact that it, I have to think that it's going to end up this way. I really hope it doesn't because it would be very surprising. Um, but you sometimes know.
2: some of the best yeah. tour movies have like a political message and I'm like, uh, uh, night of the living dead, you know, George. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So there's a way of doing it where it's not, um, so in your face down your throat. Right. You know what I mean, yeah, but it's, there's nothing not out, out there nowadays.
1: that isn't sham like down your throat. It's all in your face all the time. At least I, I just, when I want to be entertained, I want to be entertained you know, entertain me. Don't teach me. Yeah,
0: and I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how the guy you guys in Canada uh, see us in the United States. I know our friends in, in and. <laughs> well,
1: he's not. He's not in Zimbabwe. Dude. No, no, no. But
0: no. But it, I'm just. What I'm saying is, because I, I mean, each country has their own view of us, dude. It's true and because look look at mart he's always saying yeah our news is always saying that you guys are bible bible gun hunters that hate everybody <laughs> and i'm That's like louisiana no no he means the entire <laughs> united states he knows better <laughs> than me god
2: but it's just no we love you guys we love you guys
0: but it's just different you know like each country thinks different things and you know uh so i don't know when um when the political boundaries get pushed so much in film, like I don't know what you guys think. You know, like I don't know how you guys perceive these things. Like we perceive them as a pain in the ass and aggravation because it's it's like okay, we get your point. You know, you you know it's there.
1: Well, okay, some of, you understand. Apparently, some of us love it. but You know, it's not it's just not me for is being one of them. I mean,
2: you know, when yeah, I, Sometimes you just want to escape and you don't want to have that uh, kind of political commentary yeah. shoved down your right. throat. To... I
1: want. i want to enjoy their creative world right. i don't want to think about my actual one
0: yeah i'm, I'm <laughs> going i'm going i'm going to see star wars guys i don't need a fucking like gigantic opus to you know whatever whatever political right. whatever political I, bullshit you're trying to push on me today
1: I, I don't want anybody to tell me to make star wars great again i don't want any of that. Shit. <laughs> right right right
2: yeah no i know what you're saying though like there's a there's a way to do it though like like for example, um, you got that Black Widow movie coming out. Hey, yeah. I'm pretty psyched for it. Uh, yeah, I am too. You know, it's cool, you know, lady superhero that can kick ass. And right. Yeah, sure. I'm all I'm all about it. But then you had that scene in um, Infinity War where it's like all the girls like team up at one second. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. you remember that scene? Yeah. Where it's yeah. like at the big final battle, and it's like they all team up. Girl power. I kind of groaned at it a little bit. It was just like,
1: oh, characters are like.
2: Is, uh, I don't know. It, it seemed a little forced. It just seemed it did seem forced. Not, but, like, but, I mean, it, give, give me a scene where like, girls are individually kicking ass. I uh, uh, I'm down with it. But you give like sure. this, like kind of raw raw girl power moment. I kind of like, uh, it 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 kind of took me out of it too because it didn't seem like it was likely to that that happen in the in the scene. Right. right.
1: And it, it it did. You're right. It did seem forced. And it did seem very contrived. And um, <laughs> at that moment, they all kind of looked at each other like, you know, it was like they were acknowledging we need to do this because we're girls. That sort of thing. I, yeah. get you. I saw that. Yeah. But,
0: and, um, and, you yeah. know, one of the, the the remakes that came out recently uh, was the Charlie Angels movie. And one of the girls, I forget what who it was, uh, that played one of the angels stated the fact that... Um, we we all hate women because their 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 film did so bad because no one wants to see a movie with a woman in power, and I'm like, that's not true. I'm like bullshit. Look at all these films that were out there that did so well. I guarantee you, fucking uh, uh Black Widow will blow up. Like it's gonna be huge,
1: right? Yeah. And I think uh, because I don't know. I mean, you had the Charlie's Angels reboots uh, about what was it about fifteen years ago now, um with uh cameron diaz and yeah. all of them i it, they did fine but they were they were kind of um they weren't overly serious movies they were entertaining but they weren't overly serious um because it took it took the charlie's angels tv show which was really the women in power really girls in power whatever you want to call it um that and they weren't trying to be campy they weren't trying to they were just telling the story they were female actors telling the story it it, it could have it could have been characters written for men but there was women playing them you know what i mean Uh, but then they made that reboot and it was like okay we're really super powerful and but we're gonna be funny and weird and we're gonna dance funny and it's gonna be cute and blah 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 it was it was 23 dresses and or 27 Dresses, and it was also uh, Charlie's Angels. Uh, where this one, I think, wanted to be super intense, but it it just got... It was like, oh, Charlie's Angels again? It's going to be weird and funny. I don't want to watch that. I think that's where they lost it, because the, the actors in it were good. They're very good. Um, but I just... Also, you have to look at what it was coming up against at the
2: time, too. For me, it was reviews. Like I go to the movies pretty often, and it was... It it just didn't get great reviews, so I, I skipped it. If it would have if if the reviews would have said yeah, it's awesome, I would have went. I think another thing for uh for you know Hollywood for as long as we're like you know uh, putting on our thinking hats and <laughs> telling people how it should be is if you're gonna have like um uh, uh an action movie with the with the uh, female stars, it's nice to have like men in in some capacity other than just the villain. I think one thing that was really good was how Wonder Woman had Chris Pine in it and he was like a likable actual character. He wasn't the sure. lead, but he was part of it and right. uh, you know I really like that dynamic between the hero Wonder Woman and her love interest. Yeah, and I think
1: that was it, great. Well done.
2: Yeah, and I think that's that's something to consider when you're when you're making a movie uh that that has a a female uh, protagonist is to also have men in it that just aren't, you know, you know, maniacal kind of uh, uh, villains. Right. Way to go,
1: George. You just made it political.
2: You did. See, thanks.
0: All right. That's (laughs) fucked up, dude. Way to go, bro. There you go.
2: (laughs) And it also helps if you have them, like, riding lightning bolts, like the new Wonder Woman. Yes. Lightning bolts. That looks dope. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't
0: thinking about lightning bolts riding it, but whatever. Anyway, um, so George, tell all these fine people out here now that we rattled on about all kind of things, where they can uh, get your book, where they can go and help out with the Kickstarter, all that stuff. Give all these people your URLs and all your fancy things.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's Kickstarter. You you just go to uh, Kickstarter.com and you type in Cover of Darkness and uh, my book will pop up there. You can. Uh, we have all sorts of different uh, levels. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the uh, Kickstarter, it's like a crowdfunding platform where you go on there and you can buy stuff, and and you get a reward for backing the project. So uh, the money used from this will go to fund the print run. And uh, so five dollars, you get uh, a digital copy. Ten dollars, you get a physical copy of the book. We got posters, T-shirts. Original artwork from Scott McDaniel, who worked on like Nightwing and Batman, and there's lots of different reward levels. But if you just want to get a copy of it, like on your on your tablet, it's five dollars. Uh, I think we've made a cool monster book here, and uh, we've had a, some interest from a publisher that, and it will be in stores eventually. So this will be kind of a nice collector's item before we, we before we kick off. So, yeah, Cover of Darkness on Kickstarter. And if you want to give me a follow on Instagram, it's uh, comicbookgeorge. Uh, comic underscore book underscore George. Uh, so, yeah, hit me up there and and follow along on my adventures, sleeping in my van and going <laughs> to conventions.
0: <laughs> well, George, dude, it was fantastic to get to talk to you, dude. Uh, Very nice. uh, You know, you definitely have to come back on the show. Like I said, we're going to talk more about this uh, Invisible Man show uh coming up soon but um yeah man thank you for coming on and um i hope this helps you out and get you over that numbers to get your kickstarter going
2: thanks for having me guys of course oh thanks for coming it was great
0: uh so all right ladies and gentlemen boys and girls remember this i am your host wayne i'm the rum guy and remember always to keep it, keep it keep it
1: Adieu, adieu, parting with such sweet sorrow.
2: Go ahead and run. Run home and cry the mama.
0: Get the fuck out. Okay then.
2: That's
0: it.